This episode of This Is Us Too is brought to you by Minute with Mary. Did you know that I have a podcast called Minute with Mary? I mean, you already listen to podcasts, so you might want to check it out. It's totally different, but it may be up your alley. Check it out. Minute with Mary. I don't think we figure out exactly who we are all at once. I think it happens over a long period of time, just like piece by piece, you know? Like, um, okay, take me for instance. A couple of years ago, I get close with your dad and I find a piece of myself in that. And then I meet your aunt and I, and I find another piece of myself. Honey, I think that's sort of how it works, you know? I think we go through this life slowly but surely just collecting these little pieces of ourselves that we can't really live without until, you know, eventually we have enough of them to where we, we feel whole. Anything that'll happen for me? Nah, probably not. I mean, you're not that special. <laughs> Do I think it will happen for you? I know it will happen for you. Tess Pearson, you, my niece, have so many years ahead of you to find all of your pieces. Was that corny or did I just, did I nail it? <laughs> no? Lay down too it. thick. I nailed it. Yes! <laughs> it felt pretty strong there at the end, yeah. From Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to This Is Us Too. It's a podcast dedicated to This Is Us on NBC. So sit back, relax, and let's all have a good cry. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name's Mary Larson. <laughs> My name's Blake, and I wish you were all here. To experience what just happened. See, because you're listening to this as it's in its perfect form. But in when it's we, perfectly edited form. Yes, when we just did this about three seconds ago, Mary totally screwed up the entire yeah. intro. It's not like I've done this multiple times, like <laughs> dozens of times. No, not even dozens. We, we have, yeah. It's like, yeah, maybe dozens. Yeah, you're right. Well, you know what? We'll just save that little nugget for the end of this episode. <laughs> I don't know what happened, guys. I had a brain wow. fart. This is what happens when we like take time to digest an episode. I forget what I'm doing. Right. I, you know, and I don't blame you because uh, it's the finale. As we say with the finale of any show that we watch, hey, breaking all the rules. Okay. That's it, man. That's how it goes. That's how we do. It's the finale. This is how we do. Okay. So this was the finale. Yes, it was. And holy flipping smokes. Well, Tied a lot of things up. But what I'll tell you, want to know what hit home for me? What's that? <clears throat> you you're realizing that your annoying, overbearing mother really helps you out a lot. <laughs> so uh, yes, yes, she does. My mom gets under my skin. We went through a really rough patch in my high school years and my college years. She likes to uh, not take any any um, ownership over that time. She'll say, Those, you remember the time when you weren't really in a good mood, Mary? <laughs> what? Mom, what? I'm sure it was a two-way street. Exactly. It was. Anyway... <laughs> We've had our ups and downs, but let me tell you, since I've had kids, there's been a heck of a lot more ups. And if you're listening and you are fortunate enough to have your mother in your life while you've had children uh, and they've been able to help you out, you're probably sitting there saying, yep, 
you know what that's like. I mean, having someone who can be like that village, that mama village for you, <sighs> made me eat a lot of humble pie. Tell you what, <laughs> I, when Kate Pearson was like, "Mom, I want you around. I want that Rebecca Pearson magic." That's what I tell my mom. So we wanted to remind you. Thank you, Mary, for sharing your story. We wanted to remind you, not you, but the. the you're the, looking at me while you're the, saying it. Want to remind the, you, I'm right the, here. The royal you, the the royal we, if okay. you will. Wanted to remind all the <laughs> listeners that you can find uh, this podcast at maryandblake.com, as well as all of our other podcasts, including our brand new Game of Thrones podcast called The North Remembers, which has uh, already debuted. We have two episodes. What? what? Uh, we did a premiere episode, uh, and then we also did a trailer uh, breakdown for the Season 8 trailer, as well as you can find all the other podcasts there, too. And if you want to search for us on social media, you can find us on social media and YouTube. Truly. Just look up Mary and Blake. We are there, and uh, we're, we're there to have fun with you. And if you could, also just subscribe to this podcast whenever you get a chance, because we will be back for Season 4 of This Is Us. Can you imagine that? Holy Crazy. smokes, season four. We did three seasons of This Is Us in like- We plowed through. In like a year. Hashtag all the, all the shaman. <laughs> all the shaman. All right, you ready to get into the show, my dad? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. So break it on down for me. What are some of the details about this finale episode oh man i feel funny this is gonna be the last one we do for a while for I this know. is us oh it's weird uh okay the title for this one is her as uh we know it's probably well actually it is referring to rebecca at the end mm-hmm. of this episode her being rebecca and it's something that we've known actually since the the first episode of this brand new season but we finally got a confirmation that rebecca is alive she is where she is and it's it's her baby it is her the director was ken olin of course he's directed 40 million episodes of this is us and he is clearly the best director uh, on this is us better than uh john Riqua and glenn Ficarra, in my opinion who were some of the producers of this show uh and i'm not going to go through all of his film uh, all of his uh, credits for this is us because if i did we'd be here for 30 minutes and i don't feel like doing that <laughs> <laughs> so go to IMDb and look it up yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the writer was Isaac Aptaker and Elizabeth Berger, the, mm. cur- the current co-showrunners of This Is Us. They have written uh, many episodes of This Is Us, including Pilgrim Rick, Jack Pearson's Son, Moonshadow, Deja Vu, The Car, The Wedding, and this season's premiere, Nine Bucks. So what do you got for your rating, my darling? The lemonade rating. My lemonade rating for the season three finale episode, Her... Is 4.5. A solid episode. Lots okay. of feelings. Lots of things tied up. Yep. Not the best finale I've ever had. Not going to lie. But there were a lot of good things. And um, yeah, I feel pretty settled. In an odd way, I know that there's a lot of change in the air and a lot of questions still sure, up. Sure. But I feel settled on a lot of stuff. How about you? I'm at a 4-1 okay. on this. On this. Which um, is pretty much the equivalent of my 4.5. Kind of. Uh, the 4-1 for me, and I even think that's kind of generous, um, but I'm going to go with 4-1. Uh, it was a fine episode, mm-hmm. but it was fine for me. Okay. Uh, because when it comes to finales, kind of like what you said, it's not the best one that I've ever seen, and it's not even really the best one that This Is Us has ever given us uh, as viewers. So in my opinion, it was kind of a letdown, and because I think back to finales like Moonshadow, mm-hmm. um, and Moonshadow was controversial, and it gave us that great argument between Jack and Rebecca, and it subverted our expectation, right? 
it it, yes. it subverted our expectation of what we thought was going to happen. And I feel like this one, this episode, it was kind, it just kind of realized all of our expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm not sure if that is the writer's best work. Um, and and I also feel like they're they're not entirely sure where they're going. That's what I think it is. So uh, that is my lemonade rating. What do you got for your GBG? Okay, my good, my bad, and my great for this episode. My good was the little spat between Rebecca and Kate that I got to talk about earlier in my story and how Kate says that she needs the Rebecca Pearson magic. I just really related to that. And mm-hmm. um, I just loved, <laughs> you know, I loved all of that. I just loved how they made up. My bad. Where's Miguel? Yep. Like, Seriously. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. What? What's going on here? Where is Miguel? <laughs> Why is this not a big deal to anybody? And my great is Tess's t- uh, no, no, Tess. Deja's talk with Randall. Okay. I just, I feel like I haven't had enough Deja and Tess in this season. And that these two young women, I, I'm loving on them. And to see how Deja has grown and how she was able to flip this on Randall and how she really kind of, she loves this family so much that she's making major moves to make sure that things are taken care of. So that was my great. How about you? My good was the casual way the episode drops a bomb, like Kevin (laughs) just has a kid. Yes. You know, it's a passing moment for everyone within the show. But for us as as an audience... It was genuinely mm-hmm. moving mm-hmm. and it was genuinely surprising. I feel like that was the one surprise from this episode Agreed. where I was like, oh, yes, oh, yes. totally agree. Okay. And uh, like right at the end too, it wasn't like midway through the episode. That was like a nice little yes. nugget. So it was, a, like I said, it was a genuinely moving moment for the audience and i like how that plays off of each other like it just it seems like old hat to all the characters but to us it's a big deal yes uh the bad for me was i kind of i have a tie oh um (laughs) no none of the surprises in quotes or reveals in quotes that we had in this episode really surprised me except for the kid except for except for the kid yep um i'm i'm just (sighs) i'm not in love with the reveal in quotes that rebecca is suffering from dementia like, or it apparently is suffering from kind of some kind of Alzheimer's or dementia. Agreed. Because Jack's not alive to bring her back like the notebook. <laughs> well, I just feel like it's kind of perfunctory. I just feel like it's kind of there. Uh, what do you mean? That's what happens to a lot of older people. I know, but they, there was no, I mean, there was build up to it. It just kind of happened. And I feel like we all figured it out and there, were, there was nothing... I there. think that if we go back and we watch these episodes, they probably dropped even more for us. Maybe, maybe, but I just I feel like all of, uh, the, all of the reveals, like um, uh, Randall and Beth staying together, and all that other stuff, like that. There's no way they weren't gonna stay together. Of course, they're gonna stay together. I don't know. Uh, no, I do. That was a big question on the table for many people. So I'll t- say this. I think that a lot of these things were surprising to some people or were up in the air and they were pleasantly surprised with how things might have worked out in this episode. Uh, again, but I go back to Moonshadow where I where I think of Jack leaving the house and winking at Rebecca. Now, it, it was a it was a hopeful moment, but it you, the the expectation there was totally subverted. Jack left the house. And you you were like, oh my god, they're gonna what's gonna happen with these two? You you weren't sure, uh, and I didn't I didn't get that feeling from from uh, Randall and mm. Beth. But 
my great oh and, and the other bad that i have is that the opening credits spoiled the fact that nikki uh, was going to be in the episode. I hate previously on This Is Us. I know. I hate when they do that with Game of Thrones. I hate when they do that here. It's like, come on. I know. <laughs> stop telling me what's going to happen. Come on, man. Like, you know, that reveal with Nikki is a cool reveal. Like, it's not yes. it's not earth shattering. But, you know, it's a cool reveal. And, like, if you don't know who Nikki is when the reveal happens, you are not worthy of being a viewer of This Is Us. Exactly. If you forgot the person that took up a majority of this season, right? okay, <laughs> you don't deserve to be watching this finale. So I just want to say to them, like, slow down. Calm down. Calm down. But uh, my great. My great. And I feel like, I feel like mm. it deserves this. Zoe is out. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! I'm officially out on Zoe. Mm-hmm. Zoe is good, good, gone. And the fact is, the fact too that the actress who plays Zoe has now is now no longer a series regular. They've already announced it, and it's just like it's this moment of vindication is for me. Is Sophie still a regular? Uh, she was a regular for this season, and they mm-hmm. haven't made an announcement on her yet. Okay. So. You know that that's that's our hot mm-hmm. take time right there. Okay. I think. that's our that's our All hot right. take time. All right, what are you, what, you ready for the big three feedback? Yes. let's do it. And we said that's three. Big three. Big three. Jody Bice chimes in. She says, "This is the best episode this season. Five lemonades. The good was Deja's speech. Wow, that girl is Agreed. amazing. So good. The bad was nothing. Absolutely nothing. And the great." Was everything. Goodbye, Zoe. Mm-hmm. Beth found a door. Mm-hmm. Baby Jack lives. Yes. Kevin has a son. Yes. And Nikki is in their lives. Yes. Hashtag all the Yes, fields. Jody. I love all your greats. Kayla Summers gave this episode five lemonades as well. I just feel like I ate 90% of a raspberry cheesecake. This finale was so satisfying. As a former NICU mom, all of these NICU scenes hit me so hard, especially when Kate and Toby got to bring home baby Jack. I'm so glad that Zoe is out for good. Kevin really thought he could change her. And I'm happy that she stepped up and took herself out of the equation. Kevin's son was so much like him. I really thought that Randall and Beth were over, but I like how that all came together. I was trying to spot in the beginning if Beth was wearing her ring, and then they showed it at the end after the will they or won't they kiss. Yay! R&B. What was up with Nikki being there with Rebecca? Was he the new Miguel? Or was he there to remind her of Jack and maybe jog her memories? Ooh, we got so many answers, but I need that 10% of the cheesecake. I need an answer about Nikki and Kate. Toby said he talked to Jack and they're on their way. Was it Jack or Kate? If they are still married, he probably would have talked to Kate. Mm. Mandy Lake says, all the lemons, all the shaman, all (laughs) the feels. This is us is finally (laughs) back only to go away until the fall. Boo. Boo. The good was Kate and Rebecca's conversation at Kate's apartment. Yes. My mom and I have a really great relationship, but I could see myself saying pretty much the, exactly <laughs> those same things to my mother that Kate said to Rebecca. Yes. Especially when I was dealing with postpartum hormones and my daughter was in the NICU. Mm-hmm. My parents flew down immediately, and when I was induced, and my husband and I were so thankful for their support and guidance, especially in those early days when you have a phenomenal parent, mm-hmm. it's hard 
task to live up to trying to be like them. The bad, having to wait until September to get more answers. Seriously. Nikki, what yes. the what? Yes. Also, bad is, personally, both of my grandmothers are currently battling Alzheimer's Aww. disease, and this is going to hit a bit too close to home next season if Rebecca does indeed have Alzheimer's. I may have to buy stock in some tissue. Luckily, Sherman's cheaper. <laughs> and the great was Randall and Betha together, just like I knew they would be. All may not be right in the world, but this solid couple, despite going through the ups and downs that all couples inevitably face, remains. And actually, uh, Elizabeth Berger and Isaac Aptaker just had a an interview recently, mm. and they said that Randall and Beth are going to be back, and they're going to be back in bigger, stronger, better than ever before in season <laughs> hopefully four. hopefully not running for election. <laughs> right. And uh, Carrie Dowling, yes. I know this is the big three feedback. Carrie. Uh, but Carrie Dowling chimes in. She says, finally. Helen landed the plane. <laughs> Land the plane, Helen. <laughs> well done, Carrie. Well so done. that was uh, that was good. So my darling, yes. um, where are we with this episode? Let's, let's break down because I, I, I feel like I feel like we. There's so much. I feel like we are in a different place than a lot of the listeners are. We are. Uh, and that's okay. I think if everybody, if you love this episode, that is that is great. Yes, like, we hope that you still love listening. And to there us. are great things about this. I episode. Still gave it a four point five. I want you that did. 10% cheesecake too. <laughs> um, so even though I think we're in different places, I think a lot of us, I think we are in a good place to talk about it. So where do you think we should begin? I just need to say that the time I spent with Jack eating a corn sandwich, <laughs> I felt like that was the only point of my time with Jack and Rebecca being in a car accident and everything. And yes, we're supposed to understand that Rebecca's special. We're supposed to. But I'm thankful for that time, mostly because I got corn sandwiches with Jack. Yes. I think that since Jack has died, it's been a very different show. And I know they're trying to wiggle him in in any way possible. And I also know that this was sent there to really show us, like, these kids are going to have a really tough time when Rebecca leaves. Which is important. I mean, she's their only living parent. Yeah, I feel like they're... (sighs) I feel like the show has a Jack problem. Yeah. Like you said, the the show has a Jack problem because since he's died, like you said, I don't think they have any idea what to do with him because there's only so much story to tell. They and can't like, do anything that's so meaningful that they wouldn't have touched upon it yet. Right. Unless it's exactly like other flashbacks. So it will be interesting because you said, so this is season three yes. out of six Seasons. They've announced that they're going to go six seasons, so, if they're lucky enough. And in my opinion, this episode, while it was, was really great, there were so many great things about it, I do feel like this episode is a mid-series finale, rather than an epic se- season finale. Oh, like, this very, felt very like, salient point. Yep. you know, okay, like... Remember how we talked about how you know you're getting in through a season and you could feel the train kind of picking up speed as it's going up the roller coaster yep, ride. Yep. So that's what this is. We know now the end. We know that Rebecca is on her deathbed. We understand that there's some weird thing happening with Kate, whether she's alive, whether she's not. We don't understand what's going on with that. We know that Kevin now has a kid. So there's all these big things. Rebecca and Randall moved. They figured things out. We haven't really seen Deja. Deja's not uh, present. Adele, neither is yeah, like, neither is Tess. No, Tess is Tess is. Oh, not Tess. Um, uh, the other daughter, uh, Peggy. Uh, yeah, Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Angelica, Peggy. Eliza. 
and Peggy. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, Blake. Peggy. <laughs> For all of you non-Hamilton fans, I apologize. Here comes the oh my god, I got a cramp. <laughs> I'm glad. Peggy. I'm glad. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Anyway, so so what I'm trying to say is is that that as much as I was like, okay, that was that was good. Like I'm feeling good about a lot of things. It also, to me, I'm able to sit here and say, just as how we feel halfway through a season. Yep. This is how I should feel halfway through a series. Right, and I think there's something to that because you know if this episode was like the penultimate episode, I would say. Wow, we got some we got something here. Like But that's why we want you to think. So rather than see this as like, oh, the season finale didn't wow you, Blake Larson, the way that you wanted it to. The penultimate episode was dynamite. That was it was so hard. It was so, so hard. It went through so many things. And then this episode was very, very good. But if you see it now instead as a mid series finale, mm-hmm. now we can move forward. It changes perspective a little bit. Yeah. I I definitely feel like this season, and I and I think this this episode is kind of going to kind of be like a, a conversation about the season in general and the finale in general. I would like to watch this season again without having the State of the Union twice <laughs> and having J Lo's dance off because I feel like that yes. honestly stopped some of the mojo. Man, I still got a cramp from laughing so hard about Peggy. Uh, you're absolutely right. Um, I would say, and I I know we've made this. Um, this comparison before but this season definitely feels like the two towers it feels like the two towers because and it also feels like lost it feels like lost season three when they're when they're uh they're in the the cages and you know they're they're sitting there we have to go back kate annie thank you and annie just uh i mean mary just put it in in the notes that it annie annie is peggy (laughs) Thank you. I, <laughs> I like that you like <laughs> faked me. I'm trying to give you props that you would have remembered it. I know. Didn't. Well, you know, I don't want to be disingenuous. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really do feel like the show has a jack problem. Uh, and it is, and as cute as it was uh, to you know to see the corn sandwiches and everything, and and see Rebecca as the engine uh, for the family. The problem I feel like though is that the show has told you from day one that Jack was the engine of the family and that Rebecca was the person who, uh, who, who, I disagree, but, but Rebecca, like I feel like they're making Rebecca out to be the saint that Jack, we thought Jack was, and they've continued to deconstruct that. But I feel like they're making that, like they're retconning Rebecca in. Do you know what I mean? I think that Jack was seen as our Superman. We didn't get to see him as Clark Kent that much. Okay. And Rebecca is a real life super mom. That she has her flaws. She messes up. She gets back up. I mean, this is a woman who we still don't understand her breakdowns that she had that they've referenced a few times. Uh, we don't know what happened to her family. We don't know why she is the way that she is. So I think that we are blessed to be able to break down Rebecca. Yeah, okay. I'll go along to get along with that. I'll co-sign. I'll Thanks. co-sign. Okay. Uh, well, let's break down. Let's go into like some of these characters. Well, yeah, I and wanna... actually, I wanted to say this, too, because I, I, the, I the reason why I played the thing with, with Kevin at the beginning mm-hmm. is because I feel like 
it was a great moment between he and Tess where he's saying, you know, you have all this time, you have all these pieces and you figure it out together. And Kevin's like a monk, man. He, he, is, he is so deep. Between just this, like his painting. Yeah, just between this and the, and, and the painting. When he sits down with the girls. It's great. Like he, he's freaking the Dalai Lama. But the reason why I played it is because. He's Buddha. <laughs> it's because Rebecca has lived all of this time and she has all these experiences and Kevin is saying, you find out who you are over time because you gather pieces. Mm-hmm. But Rebecca has lived so long and now she's losing her pieces. She's, lo- she's losing all the things that make her her. Uh, and I find that a great juxtaposition between the two. And uh, I, I, I feel like that was probably the smartest part of the whole mm-hmm. episode. Agreed. So what do you think about Kevin now that we're here? <sighs> You know, I really learned to love Kevin so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> he he has become like my favorite of the big three. I've just loved his transformation. I do think that uh, I think that if, if you look at Kevin's storyline over this entire season, it's kind of weird. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Absolutely. Like from focusing so much on going to Vietnam and learning more about his dad and learning about Nikki and then getting off the bandwagon with his drinking and lying about it. And now the last couple of episodes focusing so much on the fact that I want to be a dad. Um, it's just a lot to unpack. Kevin, I really hope that you go back to therapy because <laughs> you have a lot going on. And I don't feel like they've connected the dots. And I think that they could have. I think that Kevin's whole trip to Vietnam was to understand his dad better. And I think that if they were able to connect those dots of, I wished I got to know my dad better. And I know that when I'm a dad, you know what I mean? Like, I wish that they had been able to connect that in this season for me to remind us, oh, yeah, remember he went to Vietnam because of all this? Rather than it being Zoe as the thread that, carried us through the entire time because we all at least you and I Blake and many of our listeners we all were not on the Zoe train and we kind of knew it wasn't going to go anywhere so she was the connective thread for Kevin this entire season and we all knew she wasn't sticking around so there was no point well I can't say that there's no point but you're right it was just like it was inevitable that they were going to break up Yes. It was inevitable that it wasn't going to work, no you matter know, what. It reminds me of you, Blake. Blake is not going to meet one of my best friend's boyfriends because he knows that they're not going to end up together. And I, no, the writing's right. on the wall. The writing is really on the wall, guys. I mean, she's even said, oh, he's not long term. So Blake said, why am I going to go out to dinner with this jabroni? I know he's not sticking around. I'm an introvert. I don't want to meet new people unless they're <laughs> actually going to like stick around. And I need to you know, understand what Blake's coming at. I think that's, that's how many of us felt about zoe it's like we're not gonna get on this train so give us some more meat to chew on in the kevin storyline please Mm -hmm. so they did there's a lot but it's not connecting for me there was just so much depth of him trying to work with nikki and connecting with nikki that's gone out the window he hasn't talked about nikki at all then there was this whole drinking thing that wasn't addressed at all in this episode or you know what i mean like in last episode now it's all i want to be a dad um i love kevin dearly I feel like Kevin is that f- that fish in Finding Nemo. Bubbles, bubbles. You know, like <laughs> completely distracted all the time by the newest shiny thing. Right. I wonder if they had Kevin like just come to grips with the fact that he is not going to have a with, you know a kid with Zoe mm-hmm. and kept he and Zoe together longer and gave us 
more time between Zoe and Beth. Because remember, as we discussed, the stuff between Zoe and Beth is what I think gets you. That's what gets you in on Zoe. Yes, I agree. Um, And if they kept he and Zoe together longer, would it have been more of a gut punch for us when if we were invested more in her when they broke up. Because when I see Zoe filling boxes and walking out of that apartment, I'm like, yes, finally, dude. Like, thank you so much. Uh, yeah. Bam! Just like that. A winner! That's how I feel. Like, thank you. But would it be better if they kept them together longer, do you think? No. No? You don't think so? I just don't feel like Zoe was ever really that into him. You know that book? He's just not that into you? Absolutely. It's an even better movie. Oh my God, the movie was so good. I love the movie. <laughs> All right, so now, now we're here. That we're, book made me break up with a boyfriend. Did it really? Yep. <laughs> really? Uh, I, 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 I do not I, know this story. I, I don't really remember too much of it. It's just I remember reading things being like, oh, oh, this is my relationship. <laughs> Enough of that. <laughs> um, okay, we're here with, we're here with Beth mm-hmm. and Randall. Where, where are we with Be- the Beth and Randall story? Oh, I'm happy. I'm happy. How, why so? Because once again, I feel like Beth and Randall are able to be realistic characters in a relationship that people might see from the outside as being perfect, sure. as we did for the first two seasons. Yep. And they're able to show you that a lot of marriages, if not all marriages, if they're long lasting, they've gone through some some low times, sure. some times of people sleeping out, okay, and on on some friend's couch or in a political office couch, they've gone through major major compromise. They've gone through people having to talk about dreams, and they make it through. I talk frequently about how Blake and I have climbed mountains together. Doesn't feel like it when it's happening, guys. When you're climbing that mountain, you're sweating you're cursing you're saying why did i only pack freaking beef jerky this was the worst <laughs> idea ever maybe i can get medvaced off of this because i want to i'm done i'm done and then you get to the top of the summit and you say we did this together and that's what beth and randall did is they found a door yeah together um and i really enjoyed that beth was the doer in this, I think that Beth is such an amazingly strong female character. That's something that this this show is really interesting with how they're how they're portraying different female characters, mm-hmm. and for her to be the one to find the initiative to make sure that they could both keep their dreams. Granted, nobody asked the kids how they were feeling about this, <laughs> but I did enjoy that, and I did enjoy the peek into the future of them. I agree. I'm glad that they finally laid it to bed about will they, won't they, are they, are they not? You know, and of course they had to show you the ring so you know just Mm -hmm. to make sure that you understood that they're still together yes um i wonder though i mean did it did it wrap up this this uh (sighs) conflict like too quickly because there's years and you know and this is what the show has told us right that this isn't me saying this is fact not opinion okay there's years worth of small resentment there between the two uh and all of a sudden Beth just says, oh, when we're together, we light the world on fire. Like, you know, she went from telling him to to get out and sleep in the office Mm -hmm. to like the next day being like, yeah, we're going to look for places in Philadelphia and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, but doesn't that sound kind of like us? 
Yeah, but <laughs> no, but that's what I'm getting at is that there are some days when we are like not often, guys. I don't want you to think that Blake and I fight at the time, but when there's been big time stuff, you can't sleep happy. That whole rule, we're like, we're not going to go to sleep unhappy. That goes out the window when you get married, okay? This, there are some <laughs> things that are too big that you're going to go to sleep unhappy, and you might go to sleep for a week unhappy or longer, but when when you're able to figure it out and you're able to say, I put my love first, mm-hmm. You know, Beth was able to see the problem as the problem, not Randall as the problem. Right. And Randall was able to do the same. I just feel like they spent all season building up to this. They spent all, all season building up to this. And then it's just fixed. No, I think they've spent all season saying, remember how you thought that couple was perfect? Well, they're not because nobody's perfect. Right. I think that it was really, really good. And now we're able to see that. I hate perfection on TV. I hate when people go for so long and they don't eat. <laughs> I hate. We call that 24 syndrome. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and I loved that they did this. They broke down this, this, this couple and showed us that they can still make it together. I don't think that it was misleading. I right. see it as being very realistic. A lot of couples go through this and then they do break up. Sure. We've had a, a lot of breakups in this show. But mostly Kevin. Mostly Kevin, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we had random girl number one, random girl number two. Then we had Sophie twice. <laughs> now Sloan, Zoe. Blake, it was Sloan. Sloan, and what was the other one's name? The British girl. The British girl, the one that's on oh, New geez. Amsterdam now. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to move you to another time slot. Oh, God. All right. So I, I will say that I, I did like the fact that Randall had that moment of realization like maybe i shouldn't maybe i shouldn't be a part of this it wasn't a moment it was it was some good time he made a good choice i want to try to back out of this right and and i think what it would was happen? i think it was fitting that it was deja that was the one that brought that to Were his attention. Were you nervous that he already submitted his resignation? That's what i thought. I thought when Beth came home he was going to be like but i but i already sent in the letter. Like, I've already resigned. No, I, I didn't because you had Jay Wan say, listen, you have to write a letter. You have to do the whole thing. And it all happened in one night. Okay. So I didn't think that he submitted it. And even if he did, I think it wouldn't be a huge issue. I feel, I feel okay. like they could figure that out. But I feel like having Deja be the one to say, you won the lottery. You won it twice. Yes. Like, get over yourself, dude, Love. and figure it out. I will say. When it comes to an argument that I have with you, my darling, I usually say that to myself. Like, what are we doing? You love this person. You like, usually do it two days later, but yes. No, I've been getting better. <laughs> I've been getting better. Usually it takes two hours, not two days anymore. It did take two days. Uh, but like, I have that moment where I'm like, what are we doing? Is it really worth it? Is this, is all this crap worth it? Uh, and think about when you met this woman, what was it like and what is special about this woman, you know, and, and, and what's special about the two of you together. Uh, and that is always a motivating Mm -hmm. factor for me when it comes to, yeah, I probably should fix this, you know, (laughs) like, like Randall, like Randall did. Now, are are you happy with her? I said, like you said, you were happy with her taking the reins. Yeah. But is it believable that she goes to Philadelphia? Is that something that you would do? Let me let me ask that. Yeah. Go, go to Philadelphia and be like, I'm opening up my own dance studio, and we're gonna downsize. 
Um, Blake Larson, can you ask me that question again? How about you answer your own question? Yes, that's absolutely something that you would do. Valid point. I'm going to figure this out. Where are we with Toby and Kate uh, and Baby Jack and the whole thing? This is my stickiest. This is my sticky-ickiest. Because I feel like, again, this is another thing that this is us trying to convince us that Jack wasn't going to make it. No. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, come on now. I, they played up that drama no, left and right. they were never right. going to kill a baby. And, and that's what I'm saying. They played oh. up the drama for the sake of playing <laughs> up the drama. And it's like, they're not going to do that, man. No, they're not. They're not, not going to do it. So where this are we? This is NBC. You These s- are the people who used right. to do uh, Seinfeld, right. Friends. <laughs> uh, and now do New Amsterdam. <laughs> <laughs> with random girl number one. Listen, some people might like that show. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, and they also do all of the Chicago's. <sighs> That's okay. I'm going to let that one go. Um, so you said it was the stickiest. Why is it the stickiest for you? Um, because it's a huge mystery. It's Sarah McLaughlin building mystery. Okay. This is now the mystery. Where's Kate? Is Kate even here? No one has said the name Kate in the future. Mm-hmm. I like that we're just all speaking like futureness because we're like, we know what happens in the past. Yeah. We know they get home with baby Jack and they're fine. Yes. Um, I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about this because I have absolutely no clue. Some, some people think that Kate is dead and yeah. that uh, that's what happened. Some people think that Kate has had a dramatic weight loss and that's why we haven't seen her. <laughs> some people think, I don't even know. I have no idea what's going on. And so because of that, I don't know what to say right now, Blake. But I, I like the idea that she does have this moment with her mother where she's really insecure. That's what I'm down with. She's, I'm down with the past, not the future one. Right. She She's insecure about her ability to take care of her kid. And she knows her mom is the right thing. I just... <sighs> I wonder if it's a moment of growth between the two when, when Kate realizes... Rebecca's actually a really good mom. Of course, it's a huge moment. Trust me, I've gone through that moment. Right. Um, okay, uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, what Rebecca. Do you what do you got for Rebecca? I just need to say that when Rebecca was like, no, guys, you can go. You can go. And the kids were like, no, mom, I don't want to go. And they were like, yeah, it's visiting hours. Go, go, children. Go eat corn sandwiches. Rebecca probably slept for the first <laughs> night in her life in the past 12 years. And you know what? She probably, this was the first night in probably 12 years she didn't have to make dinner because Jack only knew how to make corn sandwiches. That means Jack doesn't cook on like Tuesdays. That means Rebecca does. Rebecca probably was laying in that bed having people bring her jello and lasagna and getting refills on apple juice. She was probably watching TV. She's probably watching Cheers, yep. like just having a flipping blast. <laughs> Cheers. And then in come the flipping family at like nine o'clock at night. She she probably had her eye mask on and she was like, I'm oh going to go God, to sleep. Nobody's going to climb into bed. Nobody's going <laughs> to ask me to do their homework with them or whatever. Remember the kids were all like, mama's going to do this. Mama's yeah, going to yeah, do that. Yeah. She's probably like, this is the best day of my life. Maybe I can milk it another day. <laughs> and they give me sleep meds. Yeah. Thank you, the, baby Jesus. My, my arm really hurts. It hurts wicked bad. You got, you got any morphine? <laughs> And then in rolls Jack. You know, that's when she started hitting the button. She started hitting the button left and right. Nurse. Nurse. <laughs> she hit the button so many times the nurses ran in. Are you dead? Oh, my family just came here. There's uh-huh. Jack strolling in. We couldn't sleep without you. And she's like. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> 
She wipes the lasagna away. She doesn't even get to have her pudding cup. She's like, oh. Okay. <laughs> Fine. Okay, kids. Hold on, let me hit the button one more time. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy needs a drink. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Oh, You're going? Rebecca wants to sleep? She just was in a car accident? Oh. Oh, geez, Louise. But don't you feel like the whole car accident thing is just kind of shoehorned in That's there? That, no, it was just for Jack. It was just for Jack and his corn sandwiches so he could have a little special moment with Jack. Because honestly, any mother of 12-year-old triplets would have gladly enjoyed a night that she didn't need to make food and she could sleep in peace. She's sitting there talking to, talking to her kids all friggin' lit. And she's like, yes, uh, baby, really tired. No, no, Rebecca, you're on friggin' Jupiter. Like, <laughs> you're not tired. What did they give you when you had a broken bone? Uh, they didn't give me anything, as a matter of fact. Really? They didn't give me a thing. They put me in a cast. I think they gave me Tylenol. They gave me too much morphine, and I saw five of my mom's heads. <laughs> yep. Did I, I ever tell you when I had my surgery, I was really nervous. I had I had abdominal surgery. And my mom was with me. This is before she died. And my mother was like, hey, listen, can you give, he goes to the nurse and said, can you give Blake some like happy juice or something? Like, you know, like whatever, you know, not, nothing huge. Some laughing gas or and, something? And the nurse was like, yeah, yeah, sure. They, so they shot me up with something. And all of a sudden, I just, I started seeing double of everything. Yeah, and my mom's like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm friggin' stoned. And she's like, how do you know what stoned is? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, the, the show has a Jack problem, and I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know how they can keep going forward with the character. Well, they better bring back Miggy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, they're absolutely Is that if my Miggy is gone and he doesn't get to put up his Christmas decor for next season. How, <laughs> all, the, all, all of the inflatables. All the inflatables. Um, how much do you want to bet? How much? Why wasn't he there? Well, I, that, that's hot take time. We'll get oh, into that. Fine. How, how much do you want to bet, though? Next season, one of the first three episodes is how Rebecca and Maggie got together. Mm, they're going to need to like pump the brakes a little because we all want a little bit more Jack time. I don't know if that means corn sandwich or if it's going to be things. I mean, maybe they'll get ready for Thanksgiving again soon. I've got a great hot take on this. Okay. By the way. I, I, I think I figured out a way to get Jack involved, but. In a meaningful way. Okay. I think. I mean, they do. They have to show the Miguel-Rebecca courtship at some point, but we all have to feel okay with it. Right. Uh, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about uh, about this episode? Nope, that's it. I'm just glad that I painted that picture for you all that Rebecca was going to eat her pudding and then she couldn't. <laughs> that's what I would have felt. I love my family dearly. I do know some some friends that are like, oh my gosh, I can't be away from my kids. Not for one night. Like, I love them so much. Oh, Guys, goodbye. after goodbye. I gave birth, I was like, how long can I stay in this hospital? <laughs> Someone is feeding me. It was like a cruise. Oh, it was, it was honest to God like a cruise on a rainy day. Yes, it was. Okay, you just hang out in your room and you watch Netflix. All day. And you get food brought to you? Someone cleans your bathroom. You get to sleep? You don't, you, don't even, you don't even have to get out of your pajamas. I mean, I couldn't. I was wearing a diaper. <laughs> That's true. Valid point. Are you ready for in, in yes. and out? Yes. In or out. Okay. Right, let's do it. What's it gonna be, McFly? Are you in or out? All right. Okay. First one, oh. as always. Yes. Zoe, in or out? God bless her. Zoe. In or out? I'm in and her being out. <gasps> Bang! <laughs> <laughs> A winner! Me 
too, baby. In on her being out. Goodbye. Good riddance. Okay. See you later. Zoe sucks. See you later. Beth uh, and Randall fixing their problems. So, oh, oh, this is my job. Oh, sorry. Okay. I ask you this stuff. <laughs> in or out. <laughs> Beth and Randall fixing their problems so quick. I don't think it was quick, so I'm in. I'm out. I, I'm way out. Way out because it was too quick. It just happened. All of a sudden... Oh, we light the world on fire. Honey, I, this I, has I, been a season of pain. Uh, all right. A season of pain. Which is exactly why it shouldn't have been solved in, in 10 minutes. If I came home and I said, I figured it out, we're going to move, and you can still do your thing, and I could still have my dream, because our love is more important. Right, but she started the episode saying, I can't see the door. Yeah, and then she found it. It took her a little while. Oh, she needed oh, to no, go watch no, no. Winter. That, that real... <laughs> <laughs> she probably went to the movies and saw a dolphin tail. Was it inspired by Morgan Freeman to figure it out, even though you're going to have to create a prosthetic limb for a dolphin? And she figured it out. She said, if Morgan Freeman could do that, I could find a door. I love how winter just keeps coming back in our lives. <laughs> All right, in or out. Uh, Sophie being Kevin's baby mama. I'm out. I'm kind of in on that. There's no re- they, they showed Sophie back in his life for a reason. I agree, but like I don't think they're gonna have sex tomorrow, so I'm a little out. Uh, it, well, the timeline would suggest that they don't have to have sex tomorrow. Uh, I don't know. I don't know really what's going on with Sophie. I adore Sophie, but like <sighs> Kevin's got to go to therapy first before he sees Sophie. He he's, needs all the copays. He needs a bit of time. I know he's got a thing for nurses. I mean, heck, it was it was you know fanned a little bit more this episode. So mm-hmm. I I imagine he'll like to go back to Sophie, but I, I I don't know how I feel about all this stuff. He's been pretty bad to her. All right, uh, interrupt. Kate being dead in the future. Mm. Out. I'm in. Okay. I'm in because I feel like there's no reason why the the two should split. Oh. Okay. I, I just don't see it. Okay. I don't see Because Toby says, like, the way I could see them splitting is if there's a problem with Jack uh, and they just can't handle it. Like, you know how Toby was, like, down and out on Jack being with all the tubes and everything? Yes. And the, the depression that he had earlier in the season? Yes. I could see them breaking up because of that. But since Toby spoke to Jack and Jack said, oh, yeah, we're on the way, that to me signals that that wouldn't have happened. That, 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 there's nothing necessarily wrong with Jack. That he's a healthy boy. That he's fine. Okay. You see what I mean? So like, there. And Toby's not wearing his wedding ring. I don't know. I just I feel like I think that they're divorced. I do. I think that Toby goes down dark depression. My fear is that something is wrong with Jack. Like yep. that something becomes wrong with Jack. Speaking from experience, parents who do have a child with disabilities and issues. Um, statistics are not in their favor for staying married. Right. So I'm just a little afraid that Toby gets very depressed and he insists that he and Kate have a, have a divorce. But on the flip side, we've just gone through a season of a couple like fighting and breaking up. So you're right. Maybe Kate croaks. Uh-oh. Uh, that's where I'm... Because you're I'm, right. Like we just spent a whole season with with Randall and Beth pretty much breaking up. So why would they spend like season five or six with Toby and Kate breaking up? Kate's gonna die. I think Kate might die. Oh I think I think gosh. she's. I think she might be dead. Uh, and and the whole thing of uh, Toby saying, "Oh, I spoke to Jack, and they're on their way." A lot of people are assuming that it's Jack and Kate. However, that doesn't necessarily mean it is Kate because maybe Toby and Kate have another child. Why doesn't Jack have a girlfriend, man, or a boyfriend? It could be. It hey, may, Jack, maybe. Jack could be married by this point. That's Look what I'm saying. Old. Oh, no, he probably isn't. Well, no, he's probably 20 years old at this point. Oh, 
Ross? Younger. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, whatever. E- either way, it doesn't necessarily have to be Kate. And that's why I think Kate might be croaked. Maybe he's bringing Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Here comes the General Washington. AKA Annie. Um, okay. Uh, he could be bringing Annie. We didn't really talk about Nikki in this episode. Oh, what the heck, Nikki? So Nikki has that great reveal that he's there at the bedside of Rebecca. Not a great reveal because they showed it previously on This Is Us. So now having having said that, we have Nikki at the bedside of Rebecca. In or out on Nikki replacing Miguel. What? No. Out. I'm out on that too. What I, do you even mean replacing? Like, you, mm. No. No, Nikki. No. No pokey. <laughs> Okay. I don't know. What? I don't even know, man. Right. I don't even know where I just came just up with that. Saying random All I'm words. drinking is seltzer water. I'm on <laughs> a right. roll. All right, interrupt. Uh, Miguel being dead. Oh crap! I think, I think it's happened, guys. I think it's happened too. I think he's croaked. But you know, like they're old. Like people die like all the time when they're old. I guess I don't know. I'm gonna be so sad. I hope he makes it through Christmas. All right, uh, interrupt. Mandy <gasps> Moore's. <laughs> <laughs> Just give him one more Christmas. Y'all been sleeping on my boy Miguel. <laughs> uh, in or out, Mandy Moore's makeup as wicked old Rebecca. <laughs> that was weird. But... It was weird. Okay. I, I'm out on it. I'm out. It, like I know we've we've always said that the makeup for for older Rebecca is fantastic, but wicked old Rebecca. No, they Benjamin out. buttoned it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. And like, whose hair looks like that? Is Nikki brushing her hair constantly? I don't know about you, but I don't look like that when I'm in a hospital. Benjamin buttoned it wrong. They did. That did not look right. Oh man! All right, in or out on dipping your fries in frosties. Um, I don't really do it, but you do. <gasps> you don't do it? No, I don't really do Frosties. Oh my God, it's the best. I'm so far in on this. I couldn't be any more in. digestive issues, buddy. <laughs> okay, it's a little bit of a sore subject. All right, uh, last, <laughs> last one. Uh, in or out on saying aunt instead of aunt. I have to say it because my... My bestie, she calls herself Auntie. Oh no! Out, 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 so out, 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 Aunt. No, Aunt is an Aunt. Aunt is Aunt. <laughs> not Auntie. Not Aunt. It's Auntie. Or, or you aunt. can be like me and not like either of those and call yourself Zia, which is the <laughs> Italian word of saying Aunt, but it sounds really pretty. Listen, and you get to sign things with a Z, like Zorro. Once again, <laughs> I'm not Italian. Listen, if if it was spelt. A-N-T, then okay, ant. But it's not. It's spelled A-U-N-T. How long have we been talking for? 50 minutes. Jeez Louise. Just about. People are saying shut up already. All Land right. the plane. All right. <laughs> Land the plane, Helen. Land the plane, Helen. <laughs> uh, okay, so we normally have hot take time here, but these are some of the questions I think that we're going to end up with. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Wait. What's going on? How much longer is this? N- not too much longer. We're okay. almost done. We're almost done. I'm running out of seltzer. Uh, are we... Are we what is really wrong with Rebecca? Uh, and She's when did old it, and dying. Yeah, guys. when did when did it start affecting her? When she was abducted by aliens. Uh, how did Nikki all of a sudden get back in their lives? Is what role does he have Facebook. in the Pearson family? He found her on Facebook. Uh, who does Kevin have a kid with? Is that is that kid adopted or is it a natural born kid? I don't know. Uh, is, where is Miguel? Dead. Is he dead? Are Toby and Kate still together? No. What about Zoe? Is she still in? No. I don't think that she is going to be in. Uh, Deja and Annie. They're on Broadway starring as Angelica and Peggy. And uh, so... (laughs) 
<laughs> Good point. Uh, all right, so we have uh, some hot takes time. I have a fantastic. Did you like that? I just answered all those questions. You did. For you? Um, You're welcome. I have a. This is kind of take development, <laughs> but I think I think I got a hot take. Do you have one, my darling? No, but I do. All right, so I've been teasing this idea of Jack and how they're going to get him back involved in the show in a meaningful way so that we're not sitting there eating corn sandwiches, right? <sighs> corn sandwiches, I kind of wanted one. I mean, it was cute. It was very cute, and it, I feel like that is something that I would do if you were in the hospital, and I would absolutely <laughs> bring the kids to you. I would absolutely ruin your cruise uh, and, your, and your lasagna, um, but... I know you love the kids, honey, so I thought I could bring them and they would cheer you up. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the crown. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, I'm on my seventh episode of Friends. I don't uh, watch Friends. Um I feel like I think I just lost a lot of listeners' respect by saying You did that. a little bit. You kind of even lost me a little bit. You know I don't really watch friends. I know, but still the fact that you admitted it in public is Let's a problem. Let's see if I can actually name all of them. There's Rachel. Yeah. Courtney. No. <laughs> That's her real name. Yes. Not- Phoebe. Uh-huh. What was Courtney's name? No idea. <laughs> There's Chandler. Uh-huh. Ross. Uh-huh. And Matt. Yeah, but what was his name in the show? I don't know. Wait, that wasn't his name? No. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc is his real name. Who's Joey. From, who's from Boston, by Joey. the way. Yes, you're right. Okay, so I got uh, Rachel, Phoebe, uh, Courtney, Cox. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. All right, I'm just going to let you sit. I'm not even going to rescue you on that one. I'm, I'm going to let the try. listeners come back in on I'll you. I'm just trying to one. think about it. Okay. I'm just going to think. I'm not even going to save you. Okay, so bringing back Jack in a, in a meaningful way, um, so we don't have corn sandwiches. Here's the thing. Re- I think they have a Monica. Re- there you go. There we go. Bam! Just like that. A winner. I think we have an opportunity here to kind of explore the things that Rebecca is going through as someone who's suffering from Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're going to start spending more and more time in the future period. Uh, and having said that, I would love to see an exploration of Rebecca's memories. And how it's affected her and what she thinks to be her past is. Does she see Jack? Does she feel like he's there? Mm. Uh, Does she remember things differently than how we've seen them? I think seeing her perspective, again, it's kind of like the flash sideways in Lost. We have to go back, Kate. But not. It's more like seeing it through her eyes. And I would love to see how she is handling herself and seeing all of her kids. And like, as we saw Randall go in there and say, hey, hey Ma, it's me. It's Randall, your son. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, she, is she aware that Randall is her son? Is she just remembering Jack? I, I, I feel like him being involved at, at that time period is something that they have a real opportunity to explore what Alzheimer's does to people. Yeah, and I w- I would love to see Jack be invested or be involved in the show that way. All the Sherman, because like remember when remember when uh, she was remembering back to the conversation when she was looking at the apartment after he after he died, oh. 
and you, she was playing it in her brain, all of the things that he said to her about finding a new house. Yes. I would love to see something like that. And I, and I, and I don't Beautiful. think it's coincidence that they talk about time and finding pieces of yourself and discovering who you are over time. Of course it's beautiful because I'm the one who said it. I'm, I'm freaking awesome. You are awesome. All right. You ready to close this bad boy yes, out? Yes, I am. All right. Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. After the music ends, I'll tell you what I watched during the years of Friends. <laughs> I will. I promise. Okay. But thank you for just like coming along for the ride. Right. This is us too. You know, we have 106 reviews, by the way. What? We have 106 106 reviews in one year. 106 of Not you even a year. Actually, took the yeah, time to write about us. Yes, so thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Seriously. <laughs> My heart is full. So make sure you go to maryandblake.com and check out all of our podcasts, including our brand new podcast about Game of Thrones called The North Remembers, mm. which will be continuing to happen for the next six or seven weeks or so. Yeah, you so. know, that's what we do. For now, my name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this was us too (laughs) this is us too we're coming back guys okay Blake play another piece of music play a little something just just bring up something okay hold on oh nice yeah there we go see I got you so Friends aired between the years of 1994 and 2004 okay in 1994 I was in ninth grade yes um I was living in a very strict religious household. I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons or any show on TV where characters had sex. <laughs> I didn't get to watch 90210. So what did you do, watch Bob Ross? I got to watch Fraser. <laughs> That's what I got to watch, guys. Late night TV, for me, was Fraser. That was about it. And, and, and you're not even saying the name right. Fraser? <laughs> it's Fraser. Whatever. He had a dog, or his brother had a dog, or someone had a dog. That's the only flippant thing I was able to even see on my screen that wasn't PBS. I watched a lot of PBS after school stuff. You know what I'm talking about? Like Square One? Yeah. Hey, baby, I hear the Like, this is what my parents would put on, and I could watch Frasier. Yeah, this is what I could watch. And then, like, and then things got a little saucy between, I don't know, a brunette and his brother or something, and then I had to stop watching it. So, I watched PBS. I watched a lot of cartoons. Can can we time out? Why are we talking about scrambled eggs in this theme song? No idea, man. But that's all I could watch on TV. Did you watch Mad About You? Nope, because they had sex. So, and then I also realized I was a super nerd. So I would go to school, mm-hmm. do band, mm-hmm. play sports, mm-hmm. come home, do homework, stay up until 1030 doing homework, go to sleep, wake up at four o'clock to finish my homework, fall back asleep at 530 to trick my body into thinking that I slept all night and then wake up at 630, an hour after I had just fallen back asleep from doing more homework. God, you are so I didn't such a really dork. watch TV in high school. And then I went to college <clears throat> and my roommate, she was really creepy, guys. She was really creepy, okay? And she she told me she was going to bring the TV. And I told her I'd bring a microwave. 
And then she put her TV in her closet, so you could only see it if you sat on her bed. So I didn't get to watch TV in college. You had the common room. Yeah, except... (laughs) Except... (laughs) Except I had a really traumatizing experience, because I went there one night when she was having Dungeons and Dragons kids on my bed, and they kicked me out of my room, so then I went to the common room, and kids were doing Fight Club. (laughs) 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 They were doing Fight Club, and I hid under the table. So I didn't feel comfortable watching TV, like, ever. I never watched Survivor. Like, that's when Survivor was big. And people would, like, watch Survivor, and I didn't even know. Because <laughs> I couldn't watch TV. Fight <laughs> No joke. And I was in the honor storm. So it was, like, the real nerd kids doing Fight Club. There was this little kid who didn't speak English. He was amazing and scary. <laughs> He's hopping around all over the place. Oh, He's jumping off furniture. I didn't. I told the RA, I was like, do you know what happens at midnight? Oh, my god! Fight Club. Oh. Fight Club, man. Hey, the first rule of Fight Club is nobody talks about Fight and Club. And I did because I was scared. <laughs> and then I became an RA so I wouldn't have a roommate. And the only um, VHS I owned was E.T. And so when it hit on guys and I'd say, hey, you want to come to my room and watch a movie? They'd come <laughs> over and I'd put on E.T. No! <laughs> Elliot. <laughs> I wonder why I didn't have a boyfriend at school. <laughs> oh, there you go, guys. That's why I never got to watch Friends. I probably would like it now, now that I can watch sex. Oh, God! Elliot. This is what I'd watch. Hey, you want to come over and watch a movie? And you want to know what was sad? Is that I thought when people said come over and watch a movie, they actually would have a movie playing. Now I find out that you would just like put on music and you'd hook up. I thought you would have. A guy would come over and try to hook up, but that's what you hear. I bought it at Blockbuster for 99 cents. <laughs> Please stop. If we met in college and you said, Mary, do you want to hang out? And I said, yes, do you want to watch a movie? This would be We would not be here today. What do you need this stuff for? You were like, this girl has big boobs. But, but she's weird. <laughs> Just knew who Monica is. She watches ET. And then you probably would go to like chat with your bros, and you were like, oh, I went over and I hung out with Mary Earl. Oh, did she make you watch ET? <laughs> You're welcome, guys. Thanks for tuning in to This Is Us Too. Oh, my goodness gracious. Okay. Let's, oh, let's hold end on. this. We have to go out on a high note here. Do you know this entire theme song? Uh, I don't know the entire theme song. Obviously, you didn't watch it as often as I did. Uh, no, because I didn't hook up to random dudes. But the problem is, is I wouldn't hook up. And I always wondered why. <laughs> they would always leave by the time the guys in the suits were <laughs> into the area. They'd always leave. <laughs> Such a dork.
running after him with the suits. And this is where the kids get on their bikes and they have to save him. They would leave him for the most iconic moment. You're welcome, Blake. Oh. You See, you thought you oh. knew everything about me after being with me for... 11 years? 12, 12 long years. 12? This month. You're right. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like almost our 12th year anniversary Yes, that's right. And you... Have you ever watched E.T. with me? No. Never. Maybe we'll do it on our anniversary night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave when the guys show up in quarantine. <laughs> this is where it's so pretty. Oh. That's right. And then they take off, but I would just watch it alone. With my microwave popcorn. Because at least I brought the microwave. Is <laughs> Mary sitting in her room alone? I had a big harp in my room. Thought it was cool, man. Oh. I had a I had a VHS and I had a harp. Oh my god, this show, this episode went off the rails. Yep. People are listening to this being like, what are you doing, dude? This is why. We have a mutual friend uh, who, who tells you, oh, Mary's friend was the hot one. Uh, Everyone uh, wanted to hook up with Mary's friend. Uh, and Blake's always wondered, Mary, your friend's not that hot. You've got big boobs. Why did everyone want to hook up with your friend? And I've wondered, I don't know. But now I think you figured it out. <laughs> it was E.T., guys. It was always E.T. Oh, man. Well, I can tell you what. We're not going to watch E.T. on our 12-year anniversary. <laughs> I haven't seen it in a long time. Uh-oh. It's a really good movie. Uh, all right. Well, now that we've gone off totally off the rails. Hope I'm you, Mary. I hope you enjoyed this. My name is Blake. <laughs> and this is not E.T. <sighs> nope. Good night, guys. <laughs> <laughs>